You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey there, everyone. Jaya Jaya Myra here. So today I have special guest Kate Johnson with me. She does a whole bunch of different things, and I'm going to let her tell you about this, but she's one of those super successful, fierce woman entrepreneurs that I think you all should know. So welcome, Kate. Thank you for being here today. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. So tell me a little bit more about your work and the different things that you're doing. Well, right now, my main focus is that I run a cheesemaking school, and my cheesemaking school is located on my dairy goat farm in Longmont, Colorado. So those are kind of my two chief things that are keeping me busy these days. Um, it's not where I started my journey for sure, but it's where I am right now. <laughs> Uh, I don't think anyone ends up on their journey where they think that they're necessarily going to go. You know, that's kind of the, the beauty, beauty of life. You know, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, right? Exactly. Yes. You can't always foresee where you're headed. Um, I, I, I often think of that Steve Jobs quote of you, you can't connect the dots looking forward, only looking backwards. And yes. now when I look backwards, it all makes perfect sense but I never would have pictured that this was where it would be. <laughs> Absolutely. So you also work as a life coach for people, right? Yes. Well, I was a life coach and then I sort of coached myself right out of my coaching job. <laughs> so I guess you could say I was a really good life coach or, or not. I don't know which way you want to look at it, but I was teaching a course called Live Your Life with Passion and Purpose. And I had written a book under that topic, that title. And I started just listening to what I was telling people and thinking, you know, I have a lot of passions that I'm not following myself and mm -hmm. I should start taking my own advice. And that's kind of where the, the goats came in, the farm. I, I don't live on a farm and I had young kids and they kind of wanted to do this too. And my husband wanted to, and I thought we should do this. You know, that life is short. We should really figure out a way to do this. So that was the first piece of advice I took. And the reason that kind of turned into cheese making school is because when you have dairy animals, you have milk and eventually you yes. make cheese. And that just became the natural progression. Absolutely. That is awesome. And I completely understand. You know, I think the more successful we get and we're living our purpose, we, we find a way to use our skills to give back and contribute to others to make society as a whole a better place. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, I do a lot of mentoring and guiding for people. I also run a communications and PR firm because this is something that I enjoy and that I'm good at. So it's yeah. totally normal to have a ton of different passions and things that you're good at and to want to use those to make the world a better place. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, the, the dots, you know, the common threads to all of this was, I've always done something that involved teaching and empowering and, you know, inspiring people. And so now I just say, instead of being a life coach, I'm a cheese coach, <laughs> you know, I'm still teaching you how to do something maybe you didn't know you could, you could do, but had always wanted to do. 
And so I feel like it's the same skills that I've been using throughout my career. It's just taking a little bit different form right now. Yep, totally understand that. Yeah. So I, I have to ask, what is it like living with goats? I don't think that's a question <laughs> I'm gonna be able to ask any other guest for quite a while. Exactly. Oh, it's so much fun. They are, they are really great, but things aren't always, you know, they don't always go as planned too. No. Um, in fact, I'm today dealing with a little goat in the cast because she broke her leg yesterday. Yeah. And that's not normal on the goat farm. No. This is the first time in 12 years I've ever dealt with that. But they are the most joyful creatures in the and world. And they're so and cute. They're, they're just, just like so the most cute. adorable thing ever, especially baby goats. There's like they nothing are. better than baby goats and all the energy and the enthusiasm they bring to things. They are. The best way I can describe living with goats, it's like having a barnyard full of puppies. <laughs> you know, they're just so friendly and they, especially if they're raised the way we raise them, which is, you know, a lot of bottle feeding, a lot of attention, and they have a lot of visitors and they, they just are so happy to see you. And, um, and you just can't not be in a good mood when you're with them. <laughs> Absolutely. So have you had any people ask you about doing goat yoga? Oh yes, we've done goat yoga. <laughs> I am a 4-H leader as one of my volunteer things and we do it as a fundraiser. So we That's get all awesome. the kids together with the baby goats. It's very silly, <laughs> but it's fun. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know exactly what I think about pairing goats and yoga together, but uh, I, I'm all for anything that helps you realize that life is going to throw you distractions and curveballs <laughs> and you just need to come back to center because if I had a cute little baby goat staring at me when I was trying to get in the middle of a yoga pose, it's just not going to happen. That, yeah, that's well, all I can say. And, and I always tell people, you have to think of it really not as a yoga class. You know, <laughs> It's really just yes. a, a fun thing that you do that's entertaining. And sometimes there's relaxing elements of it, but most of the time it's complete pandemonium. <laughs> yeah. But I think that that's a good metaphor for life too. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. So one day I will have to try a goat yoga class. Yes. I think everybody should try it once and that yes. might be enough. <laughs> Those of us with goats are like, why would you want goats to climb on you? We're always trying to get them not to, you know, <laughs> but it is, you, it, again, you, it's, everybody laughs a lot in goat yoga. So there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely. So what have you learned about life through the process of making cheese? Oh my goodness. If you know, one of the best things about making cheese, if you want to compare it to life is there's just a few simple ingredients, but what you do with those ingredients can make all the difference. And if you really think of that as being a metaphor for life, yes. it's so true. We all get 24 hours a day, right? And what are you going to do with that? Um, and so Absolutely. that's to me kind of a magic, magical thing about cheese. It's a very simple list of ingredients in most cheeses, but there's just little tweaks, little things you do different, little decisions you make along the way that will make a completely different end result. And that's, that's kind of cool. That is awesome. So what is your favorite type of cheese to make? Oh, you know, it depends a little bit. Like when I'm really, really busy and I don't think I have time to make cheese, then I love making chev, which is the classic goat cheese, because that is a cheese you can make while you're sleeping. Literally, it makes itself. <laughs> you, <laughs> you put some stuff in a pot and you go to bed and you come down in the morning and you have this cheese. It's amazing. But, you know, there's not much to it. So if I really want to be involved in making cheese, 
Um, you know, like I love a good cheddar. I mean, the process of making a true cheddar is quite extensive. There are a lot of steps, but it's really, really an interesting process. And, um, and you can eat those curds, you know, that day, those are those fresh cheddar curds, or you can age it and wait two years. And so that's kind of cool too. So that's a fun one too, but you need a lot more time. Yeah, I, I can only imagine aging cheese like you would age wine. So yeah. how many different types of cheeses do you make? Oh my goodness, I have lost track to tell you the truth. I used to say we had 12 different classes, but now we've just added so many over the years. And in fact, right now, because of the pandemic and I can't teach in person, I've been teaching virtually. And so we've just been adding classes like crazy. Every week we're adding another class or two. Yeah. Every time I make cheese, I just videotape it and turn it into a new class. So we, we're, I'm probably making, you know, 20 or 30 different cheeses at this point. Oh my point. gosh. Yeah. Well, that is awesome. And it's really cool that you've been able to take the classes and turn them into something virtual because I'm sure that that enables you to reach, reach an even wider audience that wouldn't oh. be able to have access to your work otherwise. Exactly. I mean, like so many people, I was really panicked when the shutdown started and it was just, we went from, you know, being booked for two and a half months out to like everything's canceled. And I really just wasn't sure I could make this transition, but I knew if I was going to stay relevant and keep doing this, I had to. Yeah, so I had to make friends with technology. <laughs> and yes. that was not always my favorite thing, but I have embraced Zoom and I've embraced PowerPoint and you know, I've embraced YouTube. Yes. I, they're all my friends now because they have really made it possible, which is great. Absolutely. And I, I think that that's always great to learning new skills and continuing to be relevant with this constantly changing technology landscape. So you have such a wealth of insight from everything that you've done, some very unique perspectives. What would be the top tip that you would give to people who want to just cultivate a more joyful life? Well, you know, one of the things I like to say is dream big, but start small. So don't feel like just because your dream is so big that you can't possibly do it all. Maybe you can't do it all today, but you can take one step today toward getting toward that big dream. So I think you should, you should set you know, huge goals for yourself and ideals and follow your passions, but you have to start with tiny steps. We don't, you know, I didn't start with a successful cheese making school that offered 30 classes, <laughs> you know? Yes. I started with teaching a group of friends in my home kitchen. So I think, you know, that, that's, that's always my advice to clients too, is you know, dream as big as you want, but you know you gotta start somewhere. You can't wait till everything's in place to go. <laughs> Absolutely. So where can people find you online and learn more about what you're up to? Yeah. So my website's theartofcheese.com. So the art of cheese. And that's where all the information, including there's a link to the farm there because um, we're sort of interconnected and there's links to all of our virtual classes online there too. Excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today, Kate. Uh, hey, I really so appreciate it. You know, and you're doing something that's really unique and you're following your passion. And I know that's going to motivate other people to go out and do these things for themselves too. Because I mean, who doesn't want to do things that they love and well, be able to get paid to do it, right? Isn't that the truth? And back at you because you're living that too. <laughs> so. Absolutely. That's the whole point of this podcast is to just share that this is, is, is attainable. Uh, like you said, set big goals, and then you just start to take little steps towards those goals. And before you know it, you're going to be living your dream. 
Yep, it's pretty, it is doable. Believe that it's doable, it is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today, Kate. You've all been listening to the Practical Wellness Podcast. Make sure to download, share with your friends and family, and have a great day.